0: This is a Retail Insider podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the owner and publisher of Retail Insider Media, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. Now, for this week, we have a new retailer coming to downtown Toronto in the Yorkville area called Kith. So where do you want to start, Craig. Well, uh, this is a really interesting one. We've been sitting on this information for a while.
1: Uh, it's an uh, international uh, brand. Well, it's based in the United States called Kith, A youthful retail brand. It has a few stores around the world. Uh, mm. high, really hugely popular amongst younger people, apparently. I uh, found this out a few months ago when I started talking to people about it, asking some questions, because I was familiar with the name, but I wasn't as familiar with the brand because I'm too old and not cool <laughs> enough. So... <laughs> no. But, <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless I try but uh, um, learning that uh, Kith was coming uh, into Yorkville was something that uh, uh, ended up uh, being an exciting announcement so uh, again especially when I mentioned it to a couple of the 20-somethings that work with us or are associated with us at Retail Insider uh, they were very very excited when this announcement was made and they started explaining to me more what the concept was about and uh, uh, really what it is is uh, Ronnie Feig who's uh, a bit iconic apparently according to Daryl on our team uh, it has Founded this brand called Kith. It's it's mainly a fashion brand, known for its streetwear. I guess you would say quite casual clothing, and the prices are not cheap. It's not fully a luxury price point, but it's not certainly uh, inexpensive either. T-shirts might be a hundred dollars. A lot of stuff is over a hundred dollars.
0: Um, uh, coming coming into Yorkville and and creating some excitement. Well, as it comes into Yorkville, do we know what the store is going to look like or what's going to be in it? So, what we know
1: so far, uh, we don't have all the details, of course, but the store is going to be about 10,000 square feet, uh, wow, roughly. That's big. It's going to be in a retail space that was uh, vacated a couple of years ago, I think it was now, by a retailer called Anthropology. It's located at 78 Yorkville Avenue. So, uh, it's kind of at the foot of Bel Air Street. If you go north on Bel Air Street, where I live, uh, right, and you, you hit Yorkville Avenue, that's where this new Kith store is going to be. And, uh, What do we know about uh, what's going to be inside? Well, we know it's going to be two floors. Um, I've seen some renderings, uh, just fairly rough. I I think that there's some blue that's involved in the interior in terms of the design. I saw some curved walls that looked really quite interesting. Uh, It looks like it's going to be a really neat space. It's going to have windows that are open onto Yorkville Avenue. That shouldn't be a surprise for those who know the building. And it's going to have something inside called Kith Treats which is basically an ice cream bar concept, or I think it involves an element of a cereal bar as well. Uh, these are located in these Kith stores, and in the larger ones anyways, I should say, which this definitely will be. And it uh, will be, uh, I think, an extra element of fun as well as something to draw people there. I'll probably go for the Kith treats. I may not be buying the clothing because I'm not cool, and cool mm. enough and I'm too old. But I, Or maybe I'll buy a couple of things. But I, <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, uh, anyway, I think it's going to be an exciting addition to the neighborhood for, for a variety of reasons.
0: And I know that in downtown Toronto, there's always a lot of hype for the uh, Yorkville area, the shopping district that has a lot of the high-end shopping and so on. But why do you think that this would be uh, a good thing for the neighborhood of Yorkville?
1: Uh, I think for a few reasons. Uh, it's going to bring a young demographic into the neighborhood. Not that we don't mm-hmm. necessarily have that, but... Bloor Yorkville as, as a neighborhood certainly has a bit of an older shopping demographic. Uh, or at least it uh-huh. did until recently. We've started getting these really cool stores in the neighborhood. Um, and again, the cons- the customer that is going to be shopping at Kith is going to have to have some money. There, there's no question there whether or not they're saving up their allowance or whether or not they just have money. I mean, there's lots of youth, it seems like, in Toronto for one reason or another that have a lot, have a lot of money to spend. So uh, this will bring that demographic into the Yorkville area. Uh, it's going to be better for the neighborhood. It's going to increase foot traffic. It's going to give Yorkville that cool factor that it may not have had before uh, with this new type of retailer. And I think it's going to be good for some of the other retailers that are in the neighborhood as well. Um, another uh, U.S.-based brand that's that's quite youthful is John Elliott, which just opened at the beginning mm-hmm. of July in uh, across the street uh, on Yorkville Avenue. Uh, again, another exciting announcement, uh, interesting-looking store, and uh, we re- recently uh, or during the pandemic, the Webster opened uh, its first and currently yes. only Canadian location in Yorkville, just on Scholar Street right around the corner and much more expensive, I think, in terms of its price point. But it does have that edgy kind of fashion as well uh, with brands like Amiri and Palm Angels and Bally and a few others that have been doing streetwear. Uh, I think that the Webster actually does complement Kith quite well as being another U.S.-based uh, Uh, high-end multi-brand retailer that uh, is coming to the area one thing i should say about kith as well is kith does have not only its own kith brand within the stores but it does carry some other brands as well so uh it is a bit of a multi-brand retailer but a lot of people i think will know kith for the actual kith brand which i think i haven't been into the kith at selfridges in london but uh uh, i think that's probably what that one would have i can ask a buddy of mine that was just there on the weekend uh (laughs) visiting the uk but um, it's a smaller concession within Selfridges, so but nevertheless, uh, the big store here is probably going to have uh, a few other brands as well. That would be in the streetwear space and would be quite expensive, I think. So, uh, exciting uh, a retailer to have coming into the neighborhood.
0: Well, and I know that uh, Yorkville is a very established neighborhood, and with retailers that are coming and going, but it's a it's a neighborhood as opposed to a mall. Um, now, is there any retailer that you would think that may not be happy that Kith is coming to the neighborhood? Well,
1: there's one retailer that could either benefit from this or could lose a little bit of a market share, I guess, depending on how you look at it. Uh, Contraband has been uh, in the Yorkville area for uh, at least, I think, a decade now. Uh, It's primarily menswear. Uh, It's a a multi-brand retailer with really, really edgy, unique stuff in it. Um, My my thought would hopefully be that these are going to be complementary brands and that uh, people will shop both at Kith as well as at Contraband, which, again, is a very trendy, youthful retailer. Uh, Contraband has two locations in Yorkville. It's got its uh, main store at 135 Yorkville Avenue, which is over towards uh, Avenue Road, uh, as well as I think it's still called Archives by Contraband. It's located on Bel Air Street, really, really close to Mm. Kith, actually. If you have a good throwing arm, you could throw a rock between one and the (laughs) other. Uh, with yeah. my shoulder injury, I won't try it, but nevertheless, probably could no. otherwise
0: <laughs> like literally yeah. could. Well, it just seems to be a clustering of these youthful brands that are coming into the Yorkville area, right? I, I think it's really good news for Yorkville. And also I think it's good given what we're seeing with Yorkdale being a, a definitely a destination for high-end retail right now. Well, and I kind of see Yorkville as more of a high-end retailer mecca right and then if i was to go to streetwear i would kind of think of more mall in my opinion but does yorkdale actually have any streetwear at all yorkdale doesn't necessarily have as much in the way of say streetwear brands
1: other than maybe what's carried in retailers like holt renfrew which really does have a lot of expensive streetwear uh from very top brands whether or not that's givenchy balenciaga amiri uh, again, Palm Angels, I was just talking about those brands being at the Webster, but they're also up at Yorkdale's
0: holt Renfrew store, as well as at, I think, Holt's in downtown uh, Toronto and Bloor Street. Well, on, on, while we're on the topic of Yorkdale, like what luxury is happening up in that neck of the woods? Um, Yorkdale is certainly getting a lot of luxury stores. It's about to get
1: a lot more. It's just like it never ends. So anything that can be done in the Bloor-Yorkville area to bring in shoppers that can afford to buy things, I think is really, really important. Uh, just given that we have these two nodes that are playing off of each other in the Toronto market for for high end retail, they're really the primary two nodes now. I would say as we're seeing the city continue to, to develop, and uh, um, again, I think just having Kith in the Yorkville area is is a really wonderful addition to the neighborhood. Uh, it's going to bring uh, you know youthful shoppers down with some money, and it's going to. Uh, I think hopefully maintain the neighborhood as a destination, as opposed to perhaps some shoppers going up to Yorkdale. Not that I'm saying people shouldn't go to Yorkdale. It's just, no. you know, we want to see Yorkville continues to succeed as well, just because uh, yeah. it, it hasn't lost its luster, but uh, it certainly has lost some shoppers to Yorkdale. There's no question just because Yorkdale has some stores that Yorkville doesn't have. And uh, uh, that may change in the future and is beginning to, but nevertheless, uh, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. And uh, I think things are going to continue to progress.
0: Now, do you think that Kiss will bring more streetwear brands to the Yorkville area? Quite possibly. Uh, I'm not aware of any names yet,
1: specifically, but uh, um, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't doubt it at this point. I
0: mean, we had uh, uh, a trendy sneaker store. Or was it called Capsule? I don't know if it's still there. Oh no, no, it's still there. 69 Yorkville Avenue. It's down in the lower level.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and I think more uh, youthful streetwear brands could look at Yorkville after. Uh, the opening of Kith and uh, with John Elliott being in the neighborhood with contraband having its presence. Uh, this could become another node for, for streetwear. uh particularly I think being expensive uh, just given the demographic we would be seeing coming into the neighborhood, the demographic that lives in the Yorkville area, the demographic that's coming uh, because there's a few thousand residential units that are either proposed or under construction right now in the area. Quite Some of them are very expensive, depending. Uh, you got some smaller units, but you also have quite a few units priced at over $5 million. Wow. Uh, Maybe some younger people might be in there. I don't know. A lot of retirees will probably be moving in as well. But uh, I think on top of that, again, the rents just being a little bit higher in Yorkville are going to bring in higher end retailers that can afford to uh, pay the rents versus uh, those that can't.
0: Well, moving away from Kith, what else is happening in Yorkville well, we're seeing a few other
1: retailers opening. I, I, I think pretty soon we're going to see that uh, luxury resale uh, retailer, Mine and Yours, based out of Vancouver, opening its uh, first store in Toronto. Uh, Courtney's been posting on social media that it's coming. It was her birthday recently, too. And oh. um, that'll compete and probably compliment Oliver's, uh, or Oliver's jewelers. I don't know if it's called jewelers because it's mainly uh, luxury bags. I think it's got some jewelry. But Russell Oliver, the cash man, uh, has his story. He's been operating for a couple of years across the street. Um, on Yorkville Avenue, again, Reformation opened just at the end of 2022. Uh, Los Angeles-based, uh, sort of eco-friendly, bohemian women's fashion brand. It's not super expensive. It's it's not cheap, but it's, it's, it's not a luxury brand. Uh, we reported recently on, uh, was it a hand-cut diamond concept? Vray opening at 111 Yorkville Avenue upstairs, uh, which on the main floor is a retailer called Veronica Beard, which also just opened quite recently. It's the first one in canada it's a new york city based uh women's fashion brand so so yorkville avenue is hopping i mean in terms of getting retailers uh, on the street uh, Diptyque, uh the french fragrance and candle brand lots of people know it for its candles uh recently opened a shop uh it's it's there for a period of time it's kind of a pop-up only because the building at some point will be demolished i'm not sure exactly how long it'll be there for but uh, it's a it's a cute looking store it looks great i popped in uh uh, last week to look around, and I think it's a terrific addition to the neighborhood. So, Yorkville Avenue is coming together. Uh, I've been watching this progression, I think, from the beginning uh, when Christian Louboutin opened on Yorkville Avenue in 2016. That was kind of the beginning of what we were seeing with this new luxury push. So, the street already had a few fancy stores, it had uh, Keton, which is part of the Five Hazeltons store. But when Christian Louboutin came in with its corporate store, that was, the, I think, really the beginning of things. And then from there in 2017, Chanel came in and I was just like, oh my God, you know, when Chanel comes into a neighborhood, uh, that's when all the other brands really, really take notice because it's one of those super brands that exactly, that really establishes something. I mean, if, if Chanel went into the downtown east side of Vancouver and if zoning permitted it, you would start seeing other brands like that <laughs> probably moving in. Maybe I'm being really optimistic, but that would be my, <laughs> my <laughs> guess if it ever happened, which it wouldn't, but... Uh, you know, anyways, that's sort of how luxury retail works. So uh, with Yorkville Avenue, that was the progression that we saw with uh, uh, Christian Louboutin. We saw Chanel come in and the first capital uh, REIT, uh, formerly Realty, really has been instrumental in this uh, movement, along with its related consultants that we know, um, having brought in brands like, you know, Versace and Brunello Cuccinelli, which apparently is doing very well uh, with its store in Yorkville Avenue. Uh, Stone Island, a contemporary brand, pretty pricey stuff. Uh, so again, the whole neighborhood is coming together. I think it's terrific. And uh, then on top of that, too, we're seeing a bit of a uh, movement along Blur Street, which is two blocks south of Yorkville
0: Avenue. And speaking of <clears throat> Blur Street, anything new going on there from the retailer front as well?
1: So Blur Street, formerly the McMile. This is uh, really exciting stuff happening on Blur Street as well. So again, I'm just I'm so happy to see things coming together. This fall alone, Blur Street along that luxury run, which is kind of between St. Thomas and Bel Air on the uh, East side and Avenue road on the West side, just to keep it simple. Uh, we're seeing stores for Rolex opening. Van Cleef and Arpels is doing a corporate store. Uh, St. Laurent is going to hop over from Holt Renfrew as a concession and do this 10,000 square foot flagship store at 110 Bloor street West, which uh, is, is going to probably look like it's about 20,000 square feet from the outside. Cause I think it's going to have a two level facade. So it's, it's going to be have this really significant presence uh, on the street. Uh, other new retailers coming in September October thereabouts probably September Alexander Wang a New York City based uh, fashion designer Paris Baguette which Dustin and I actually toured the construction site a few weeks ago uh I'm, I think Anne Fontaine is probably still coming I'm not sure I think so and uh Bonpoint which is a, a children's retailer uh is going to be opening at 151 Blur Street West I should probably do an article on that but wow. it's uh and then further towards uh, Young Street on Bleecker Street there's some Interesting retailers coming. Uh, hopefully that Apple store is still coming, of course. Mm. I mean, that was some news for a while. But um, Arc'teryx, there's a, a really big store under construction. It's almost 10,000 square feet. Uh, I think it's going to have a double height facade as well, just looking at the way the building is and the construction. So the signs are up now for Arc'teryx, so it's not even a secret. It's uh, Dustin wrote an article about it, our editor-in-chief. Um, it's going to have Rebird. Uh, is it sort of a, a reuse... Uh, platform within it and so yes, yeah, so arcterics will be there uh blur street's getting a new brown shoes store which is exciting we need more footwear in the neighborhood i think and uh then eventually the uh, nordstrom rack store there's going to be an announcement made for the former nordstrom rack space for a new tenant there as well so uh nearby there's going to be bowling lanes uh called oh. the, was it the ballroom which will uh, have a food and beverage component to it Uh, this is at one Bloor street East and uh, more things are to come to the neighborhood. So uh, Bloor Yorkville, I think is going to be a really, really interesting place to, to shop and to visit and to uh, uh, live. If a person is inclined over the next few years. And uh, uh, I mean, it's a great place to visit and live. So I encourage people to come down, visit, spend some money. There's great restaurants. There's all kinds of services, uh, beauty services from, you know, nail salons, hair, everything else. So, uh, it's really this clustering of, of uh, businesses as well as residents that have made Bloor-Yorkville a very uh, uh, unique neighborhood. There aren't many neighborhoods like this in North America. Very, very few actually. Uh, you do see around the world, a few global cities that have these types of neighborhoods, like say Mayfair in London, or you know the eighth district in Paris, uh, um, uh, Salamanca, I can't pronounce that in, in Madrid. But anyways, you think of these different cities and these different higher end neighborhoods uh, in the inner cores. Well, this is one of them. So uh, uh, I'm excited to cont- continue to report on uh, Bloor Yorkville here as uh, uh, things continue to progress here with retail
0: insider absolutely and again thanks for going through kith with me because it was a brand that i wasn't as familiar with as well as giving us a little bit of an update on blur as well as um uh yorkville generally so again thanks and chat with you next week absolutely we'll be reporting on kith we'll be reporting on the opening i'm excited to be there and uh, thank you so
1: much everyone for listening take care and bye for now